If this is your first time listening to the You Good Bro podcast, welcome. If you've listened before, thank you for listening again. If you like what you hear, please take it to the next step. Share it with somebody you think would love it. Thank you so much for listening and welcome to the You Good Bro podcast. Hey, this is Sam Duke. And this is Tell McHale. And I'm Joe Duke. We are here to check on you. You good, bruh? This is a safe space for men to express their emotions. We are here to bring a new and different definition of manhood, one topic at a time. We want to help create a new generation of men that are emotionally aware in order to improve these relationships. I know I'm trying to get good. I know I'm trying to get good. What about you? You You good, bruh? Hey, yo, it's your boy, Sam Duke. It's your boy, Tim McHale. And I am Joe Duke. Drinking water, you're listening to a new episode <laughs> of You Good, you good Bruh. Hey, man, look, uh, we're, we're back at it again, man. Um, and we're, we're starting as a, again with another solemn uh, another solemn rest in peace. Or not rest in peace, because he's living. He's living. Yeah. But but we're a sorry. Quick recovery. We're, we're quick recovery. We're like speedy that. recovery. And nah, we ain't gonna do them like that. But uh, you know, seven shots, uh Jacob Blake, my by uh, by a police officer. Uh that's another hit to the hit to the ego, hit to hit to our our, our, our livelihood. Another hashtag. Another hashtag, another an- march, another march, more riots. More, you know, more foolishness, more nonsense, and so we just kind of, you know, we just we, we we just wanted to put that out there, put that in the atmosphere, just let us know that we're we're thinking about uh, Jacob, and uh, with that, with everything we got going on, man, we wanted to kind of sit and address uh, the state of the black man, but not um, not in a traditional sense when things like this happen, but well, well, kind of in a traditional sense, but the how to get back, you know, how to get from the point where something like this happens. And I mean, I, I guess I could start with talking about for me, when things like this happen, I go into this like, it's, 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 it, I used to, I'm not doing that now, nowadays, but I would go into this hole, like I go into this dark space where I'm like staring at the walls, not talking to anybody, not uh, you know, not really uh, not really in the mood to to interact. I mean, it outside of a couple of Facebook posts or whatever the case may be, I try to stay off. And and sometimes, sometimes, not all the time, sometimes that can lead to like a little, just a little. It, it, it I would call it a minor depression because I. I've been depressed before and I know like it, it it's a real big hole to climb out of. I climb out of these a little bit easier than the others. And so uh, I'm talking about how to come out the other side of that. Uh, excuse my, <laughs> my daughter back then. Uh, and so, yeah, I mean, I just think that that's, that's uh, it's important and imperative to, to kind of just have a conversation about how to, how to, not necessarily move on, but move up in a way, I guess is the best way that I, I look at it. Move, move up out of where, you know, that space that you, that you was in, because you're still going to be dealing with it, but it's, it's about dealing with it on a, on a different level where you're not becoming a detriment to yourself. And so, uh, 
so you know, Joe, you you you, I know you. We and you was kind of talking about it. You know, let's let's talk about what it what it's like to. I mean, you you called it vibrating higher, and so vibrating higher, controlling yeah. your energy. Um, but also like me, I do the same thing too. Like you, man. I remember when was it when uh who was it when when Grandpa died when Granddad died? Yeah, it's like uh. When trauma, when trauma comes, like you really see how you react to trauma. Like we react the same way, like the same way we do, the same way when we watch these videos and it's traumatic, we react the same way when something physically happened, like the same way I would react to uh, when my grandfather died, how just isolate myself the same way like you would do, like isolate yourself, don't talk to nobody or anything like that. And I remember when Troy Davis. Troy Davis, what's his name? Troy Davis. When, Troy Davis uh, was the the he was he was incarcerated for yeah. uh, for a crime, and he was about to, that he didn't commit, or that you know they're saying that it, it came out that the evidence didn't support the conviction, but uh, he was on death row, right? Yeah, and I and I was invested in that. I was heavily invested in that. You know what I mean? And when Obama said uh, let the let the justice system reign. That hurt me, right? It hurt me. I felt like I was Troy Davis for some odd reason. You know what I mean? Uh, it was highly publicized, and it hurt me to the point where I was crying and all that stuff. I think I was in college. Yeah, you were, and, you were in college. I remember. And, like, it would, it disturbed me. And at that moment, I, was, I realized, like, I was like, man, like, what happened, I had no control over. Like, literally, it, it's just the truth. Like what I saw, the information I exposed myself to and everything, I couldn't have controlled none of those situations that occurred, right? And uh, at that moment, I realized that I felt like my heart is still the same. It's not saying like you're a bad person or whatnot, but it's just understanding that you, if you don't have control over something, like you might as well put yourself in a world where you can control things. Put yourself back into the world where you can control things. Because when you go uh, into this space where, uh, like, for example, when I watched the Troy Davis information, when I got the information about Troy Davis, I fed myself that. You know what I mean? It's just the truth. I fed myself that. And when I fed myself that, it led to me feeding myself despair, in a sense. I ate myself a bowl of despair. And uh, and the milk was what else was the milk was like was disaster. Yeah, this is like <laughs> bitter milk. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like I realized I prepped myself to eat that. So like the emotion that came after that was just like it was definitely expected, and there was no control behind that. And to understand that you don't have control over certain things that's outside of yourself, it allows you to understand how much control you do have inside yourself. You know? Yeah, it's called uh, internal locus of control. And then there's yeah. a, the, the other one is external locus of control. Oh, learning, learning. <laughs> yeah. Internal locus of control. Just, yeah, well, it's, yeah. It's, it's just the question of, you know, your reaction is an indicator of what controls you. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's people that, for example, if, if you slap somebody, right, they may haul off and slap you back. That's external locus of control. But if you uh-huh. slap somebody and they restrain themselves from slapping you back, you're in, you 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 resonate or you reside in internal locus of control, which yeah. means no matter what's happening around you, you're gonna decide how to handle it. 
that you know yeah, you may decide yeah. to punch him internally you know what i mean but yeah, the, yeah. just to kind of give you a, a a contrast between the two of how it works but i mean all i heard is that you guys responded like human beings yeah you know, no, definitely to, to, like those, to those triggers so it's it's not abnormal to become thoughtful i'm not gonna call it depression because depression is kind of used a lot yeah, no, no. Yeah, it's kind of like how my thing. Like, I didn't want, I didn't want to do it because I've been depressed before. I know, yeah, like, like there's a there's a diagnosis yeah. of yeah, depression, and then oh. there's a place a depressed state, and I just call that being thoughtful because you're kind of you're caught in thinking about what's happening around you, mm-hmm. um, and and if it's debilitating to the level that it becomes depression, then that's when you know. So, I, and I'm saying that to say that to our listeners or our viewers to understand that it's nothing wrong with being down in your spirit. Like that's, that's oh. the way you kind of process through what's going on. You, you have to think about it. Your brain has to get to a place where it's saying, okay, I don't feel like this is a threat to our existence anymore. Let's just move forward. Oh. And sometimes it doesn't move past that point. And that's where you have to say, I need help. You know, I need yeah. somebody to talk to about this. So I just want to make yeah. sure people don't understand it wanting to be alone does not necessarily mean a bad thing yeah, yeah, yeah. it's uh-huh. just your your time that you need to take to kind of take in what's happening exactly i mean and with so many of these things happening you know it's just uh-huh. like right now I, i'm i've been telling people it's just perfect storm right so it's just like a bunch of stuff happening all at once you know wildfires in california COVID-19, election year. Hurricanes. Hurricanes. Double hurricanes. Right. You know, Bee hornets. <laughs> oh, yeah, the, the deadly hornets. Hornet, hornet bees. You know, <laughs> and just, just all kinds of just stuff. And then you got, you know, police brutality. People not understanding police or don't want to understand police brutality. Or, 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 are, or, or okay. are okay with police brutality. <laughs> police brutality. And so, you know, you have all of these things kind of coming at once. It's like literally what I've, what, what I've noticed in myself and how I've started, I've started having to change how I cope with, with these things. Like, because mm-hmm. it's starting to become too, it's starting to become too much. You know what I'm saying? It's like it started to become like I. Right, this is a little bit a lot. So I'll give you guys an example. Coming into COVID nineteen, right? There's coming into COVID nineteen. There's you're in the house, right? So that's number one. You're in the house. You can't go get your hair cut. You can't go. You know everything's shut down. Everything's closed. And then you got a mod Aubrey. You know, and then it's just like damn. You know they they hunted that man. You know what I'm saying? And then you got uh, Brianna Taylor. That, that came out, you know, shortly after that. Mm-hmm. Well, that but it happened before, but came out shortly after. Both of them were delayed. Oh no, 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 no. Was Amat was shot in February, February um, and May, and then Brianna was March, March. And, and so, yeah, either or. But what I'm saying is, at the end of the day, is like you start to see these issues kind of come out, and what what I had found is like, bro, I'm just like, okay, I'm down already. And then now this happens, I'm more down. And then it's like, you know, it's so it's like I started having to be like, I mean, my wife had to be like, yeah, I started watching news. All like all 24 news. 24 hours. Yeah. Just watching the news, right? And then I'd be in my bed, like supposed to be sleep one, two, three o'clock in the morning, Uh you know, watching the news. So finally I had to be like, man, I gotta cut this out. You know, I I gotta cut it out because I am beating myself up. You know what I'm saying? 
I understand that these things happen. And, you know, we talked about whether or not you're supposed to watch these videos or not. I don't think you should. You know, I think that. Oh, it, you mean of the, like the. Of the videos of, of people, videos getting, of people yeah. getting killed. Like it's, it it's just too much on your spirit. Or so, at least be prepared. You know what I'm saying? How do you prepare? How do you prepare for that? No, it's tough, but. I ain't, but. Look, I watch plenty, and you know what's gonna happen, and nothing prepares yeah. you for when that shot yeah, goes is. off and that body falls to the ground. It's different. It's it's just for to watch a man pee himself and stop moving and stop talking. Yeah, while somebody that's, that's supposed to help him sits on his neck. And you know it ain't a movie. N- right. Nothing prepares you for that, and I think that the best thing that I've had to be able to do, especially with the recent. Um, issue with J- Jacob Blake. I haven't seen it, and I'm and I'm don't have any plans on seeing. I saw it. it. I, I I don't want to, you know. And it's made it easier for me. Let to- me tell you, because I want you to understand that because mm-hmm. you said it's not a movie, and I want people to understand that movies are a lie. You don't die quick. There is no, there's no such thing as like quick death when the body's intact, right? Like it's yeah. a bullet only damages one tenth of one percent of your body, right? When it enters it, and then it damages a small, a larger percentage, but it's not something you could visually see outside of the body. You see the whole goal, you see the mm-hmm. holes of either the entry or both the exit, and it's so small. Yeah, and yeah. and what happens is that the body does not want to give up its life. So it's fighting for its life. So you see movement, you see the body trying to find a way to get a rhythm to mm. save itself. And we're mm-hmm. watching people take literally their last breaths and, they, and they're fighting and fight. That part is the part that I think traumatizes yeah. more than anything because the yeah. movies they shoot people and they're and they, yeah they 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 gone they, 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 they gone right and, and then the scene cuts to right to the, next, to the next to the next thing right? yeah the next day <laughs> but that ain't that's not what we're that's seeing right. we're yeah. seeing how people die for real and this is this is replicated this is what death is being born is difficult and so is dying and mm-hmm. and for the most part we don't realize that because we haven't been exposed to it so to see it for the first time or for the second oh. time or for the, just the consistent evidence of the difficulty in death because if you look at Ahmad Arbery this man was he was dead but he still had fight in him you understand what I'm saying there was no yeah. way that he could have survived those injuries um but yet he was able to have he had enough adrenaline in his system to fight as long as he could until he couldn't and then that's when he collapsed and even then he wasn't dead just yet you understand so mm-hmm. it's it's horrible and to see these these horror images on a consistent basis with my skin and your skin being the the the, uh, the vessel for this death is traumatic yeah um and you know, you know we're, it's scary it's just scary to be real uh it's I think scary. for me, I think I'm more afraid of of what's going to happen to my children if it happened to me. And what I mean by that is like, you know, I know that they'll be okay. You know, I got life insurance, all this other stuff. Like, yeah. but the the them coping with losing their father the, that way. So when I think about Jacob Blake's three children sitting in, in the, the car, in the car, in the back seat of the car while their father's in their front seat. <laughs> 
he they just saw him fussing and, and tussling the cops trying to get him and he walks away from the cops and, and tries to get in the vehicle and first of all gunshots are not quiet so no. they're up close these explosions are happening right next to them they see their father being shot this is what i'm saying like that's the part that scares me uh-huh. trauma mm-hmm. to those children because it's what happens to you as a child that carries you into adulthood what's going to happen to those three kids when they get grown what how has this impacted them going forward what yeah. has this stopped them from growing and because when you have trauma you have emotional breaks like they're going to stop maturing at certain things uh and that's why they have to they i watched the press conference and they made a point of saying you know, we're going to bring the best child psychologists that we can find in the United States. We're going to start working with these children immediately because those of us that know, no, know. <laughs> you've got, yeah. to, you've got to, there's so many Not cases that, with it. They may have made murderers right there. But that's what I'm trying to you tell you. There's so <laughs> many, te- there's so many instances where yeah. the children are in environment, are in environments where they're either afraid of men that look like them or afraid of men that look like cops. Because they've seen you. Get, how many interviews have you seen with man? I saw somebody die when I was nine years old. I saw somebody get killed when I was, or I saw the police do this, and and that's what I'm saying. Like we are repeating uh, the traumas that got us here to begin with, and and no, that's the part I'm getting. That makes at. sense. That no, that makes that makes a lot of sense. And like when I'm thinking about it, I had a traumatic experience that occurred right where uh, someone pulled the gun on me I don't know what they was trying to do but when they did it it uh it created a lot of fear in me I'm not gonna lie like my habits changed I started acting more militantly you know and I realized how uh how that impacted me even from the outside because you know at first you, you when you go through a traumatic event you're like oh that's not gonna happen to me again so in an instance, you, you might not notice, but you change, but you, of course, you know, you change, but you change into someone immediately. You change hey. into someone who you don't want to be. I'm, I'm going to speak to that, right? Because this, this or is need the, to, or maybe the person you need to be. Go ahead, sir. I'm, I'm going to speak on that, that's, especially, that's, that's, especially because, you know, what, what, what you're talking about, Joe, and, and I just said, you may create a killer right then, right? And what's crazy about it is with, with the situation Joe's talking about, Literally the next day, two days, my, him and my brother was sitting on the front porch, choppers in their hands, checking, we neighborhood. checking people we in was, the neighborhood at the stop it, sign. It was too extreme. And, and, I can't lie. And to be honest with you, I felt like if anybody was to give them any kind of resistance, they would have been killers. You know yeah, that. And, I'm not gonna lie. And it was a it was a product of what they had been through in that. That's that right. in their, their experience, and so it, it was like, bad because I wanted to do like some. When it happened, I'm not gonna lie to you. Like I was on, I wasn't even there no more. Like I know, like you turn into someone. You, you, it's a balance. You know, everything is in in moderation. This did it was so extreme that it was. I looked at myself. Of course, I looked at myself probably like a year later. Like not, it didn't happen immediately. Immediately, I felt like I was right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The whole block understood what was going on, like what Sam was talking about. We walked to every house and asked everybody, did you see what happened with all our guns on us in front of everybody's house? And of course, it looked crazy, but to us, it looked right. You know what I mean? 
You look it like looked the correct right. response. Yeah, it was like the correct response. We played music loud, hella loud in the neighborhood the next day. Like it was a, it was a celebration because it wasn't a celebration. I'm still here. But um, it was more of a, it was a negative energy. You know what I mean? Like when I identify the energy right now as a negative energy because uh, I, I could, I, it, it's balanced. It, it was too extreme. Like we're pulling up to the neighbor's houses with guns because honestly, in my heart, I felt like one of the neighbors did it. You know what I mean? So I really was, it was really, I was really trying to feel whoever's spirit around me so I could find out who did it because I was really gonna, I'm, I'm that, that's the type of person I am. I'm a reactive type of person. So I understand that about myself. So uh, when that happened, like that was a, that's a whole nother journey. But I understood later on that my energy was off. My energy was thrown off balance. And of course that happens in life, but that could have easily led me into like running into the wrong person. Some bad consequences. Yeah. It could have been some bad consequences behind that. And, you know, back to the energy conversation, like, when uh, when you're focusing, okay, like, to focus our energy on these things, right, you have to be able to, uh, uh, first things first, do we, do we believe that, like, everything, in a sense, is energy? Yeah, I believe in it. Yeah, energy can't be destroyed, it can only be changed. So, when we know everything is energy, we have to be able to identify energy because it's energy behind everything. There's energy behind everything. So you could tell, you could already read the energy, whether it's negative or positive, if you, if you would like to. But you got to remember, let me just throw this caveat in there. Mm-hmm. Whether it's positive or negative energy is subjective. That's true. Um, and so that's, that's the part that I would say be careful because... Hmm, that's you know, interesting. Some people do... Take the food that killed those two people. Yeah, there's a lot of people that thought that that was appropriate energy. Right, they were like, "Oh yes, that's, I mean, there are people that are famous and people that are not famous that support those actions." But the community at at that felt like the protest was appropriate. Felt like that was negative energy, and we I have we still have to receive the energy and decide what to do with it. Is my point? Well, everything has a everything have a birthplace when you when you view everything on an energy perspective like everything have a birthplace meaning like where did it originate from you know so it's like for example uh the protests uh some people say it was good some people say it was bad right but if you break down uh the energy of the protest the like the elephant in the room is the country right now the protest is to say let's say for example the protest is to fight for uh freedom of black people and the people say they should protest and the other people say hey they should uh throw mace at the protesters for trying to be free in a country where uh, uh not even just protesting right the energy that i the way i view it is this country is built on horrible foundation when it comes to me <clears throat> when it comes to me is built on horror on a horrible foundation, a foundation of horror. So when I see that transpiring, I say to myself, the energy is the system, and the system is negative. It's just the truth. Like 
So when I see people doing these things, I look at it like everything is negative, to be honest with you. That's just my opinion. I feel like everything is negative because the birthplace is the system and the system is a negative. And it's never been in my favor. So I'm going to continue to look at the fight for the system as a fight for negativity, to be honest with you, because I never see nothing positive about it. I, I yeah, get what you're saying. I kind of yeah. get what you're saying. What you're saying is that the system that we're fighting to be equal in is a negative system. So it kind of is a fight that needs to be changed in a way. The way I look at it, though, is we're talking about energy, right? So it's good, bad, uh -huh. and that I it's just the transferring of the energy. I don't think anybody care. Like the system is a negative system, but it is a, a system where they've kind of put in place things that make it unfair for some and, and, and more fair for others, right? And so I don't, personally, I think that black people are okay with, with, with police as long as it's fair. And, and so it's about figuring out how to, to, to move it into the space where it can either be more fair, because the thing about it is you, you're, you, the, the, the reality is, is you can't ignore it. You get what I'm yeah, saying? you can't. Whether, you can't ignore it. Whether or not mm -hmm. you want to be like, oh, you know what? You know, this is, this is not what I want to deal with today. It, you can't necessarily ignore it, and so, but because eventually you're gonna have to deal with it, and so it's still important, even though you you consider it to be evil for to to work on the transferring of it. Now, I want to ask you about how you got out of that space. Because you you were talking about how you were kind of in a space where, you know, you just didn't know how you felt, and you were you were kind of in a what you you consider now as a negative space, and then you didn't consider it a negative space. So what was the like the way you went from like I I'm knocking on doors with uh with ARs <laughs> saying hey what the fuck is up with y'all what y'all got going on. Versus where you are at now, which is, you know, it clearly it's a better space or a different space. It was, it was, a, I did a tap in. I did a tap in because I think I had some time to myself. I, well, I had a lot of time to myself. I think I did like a whole like year's worth of evaluation because I was like, what was going on? And, you know, my brother told me I should have went to counseling. He told me I should have went to counseling. I did. I told ago. you that. <laughs> but, of course, I did not go. And uh, due to the fact I didn't go, I had to deal with a lot of uh, things on my own. Right. And took, uh, took longer. Took longer for you to come around. It took way longer for me to come around. Right. Right. But while uh, I was while I was evaluating everything that was going on, I sat there and I said, "Where was I?" I realized I'm gonna go back. I was. I asked myself, "Where was my?" energy when all these things were transpiring in my life right mm. and well, i realized explain that a little bit like where, where where was your energy like what does that mean for example okay i was in a place where for example before the shooting happened right before the shooting happened, I asked myself, even though I don't know who, I don't know who did it. I don't know. I seen the person's face, but I really wasn't paying attention to his face. I was paying attention to the gun. But um I was about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you need to be paying attention to. You're like, fuck that face, uh, nigga. Uh, like, <laughs> where's that shit pointing at? So I go oh that way. 
And that's the crazy thing. Because <laughs> when the cops say, so you ain't see his face? I'm like, hey, no, I, I saw that know, flash. He's like, I saw that flash, bitch. He <laughs> said, I saw that flash, bitch. He's oh, my God. <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> that is that is a that's a classic difference between black and white folks. Yeah, man. No, we ain't looking true. for no witnesses. Yeah, we are looking for the danger. Yeah, we gotta get the hell Put out of here. Put the gun down. Let me see your face. Right. <laughs> Who is that? Uh, <laughs> it's so funny. What are you doing around here? <laughs> that's funny, but mind your nope. business, white folks. Uh, no, right? <laughs> mind your business, damn. Yeah, go I'm not gonna lie. I realize uh, when I when I sit back and I and I evaluate myself and my actions and where my energy level is at and my, my vibration, I was like, I was at a very low point in my life. Mm-hmm. But it was also interesting because uh, systematically, it looks super high. You know what I mean? You said so systematically. Systematically, you look like you're in a high point. You know, oh, meaning like everybody else would would look at you and say, yeah. "Oh, he's good. Like he's doing mm-hmm. well right now." Okay, yeah, well, I got you. Wow. But systematically, you say you're in a high place. But honestly, the more I became higher systematically, it felt like I was getting lower. As far as like, I, I don't energy vibration human. You know what I mean? Like, it's a couple of things that you could throw in the mix. Because I feel like the higher up you go, you get less human. You know what I mean? And that's the reason why the more money you make, we look at homeless people like, dang, shit. It's just the truth. Uh, and we stop caring about them. It's just the truth. So you're saying the higher you go economically or higher you go like, self-awareness like, or higher you go? Like, it's like uh, your self-awareness leaves. And your physical awareness increases; it heightens. Well, when, I, let, I think I can help you because I, you know, yeah. I'm your brother, and I've I've seen it. You know, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. It was like the the normal world didn't matter to you. You know what I'm saying? It's like you were mm-hmm. not operating in the in the same world. You'd be like, I used to be like Joe, like, bro, like to, it used to be a difficult to get him to pick up the phone. You get what I'm saying? So like he can't he disconnected. Yeah, it's like I would I would call like I called Joe two, three times a week and I wouldn't hear from him for a month. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, he's here, he's in Atlanta, you know, he's he's having a good time, he's enjoying himself. But what he's saying is he was he felt dis he was disconnected. Yeah, it sounded like he was just coping with the shit. You know, the whole enjoyment piece. Yeah. Because when you disconnected, that's put it this way. The reason why we have such high levels, and I say such high, like there's a, a metric that I'm looking at, but when you talk about addiction in our community, addiction is just a coping skill. Mm. And, and so we are constantly seeking a good time in general. You know what I mean? Like if there's a black party, we go into it. If it's a, if it's a day party, we go into it. Club, we go into it turn up in the bathrooms on Instagram, you know, like it, it had everything, <laughs> you know, everything has to be a constant turn up or lit. And that's all. Mm-hmm. And really what we're seeking is an escapism from our reality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that phone call, Sam, was yeah, it's reality. taking it back to reality. Cause reality. I'd be like, Hey Joe, you know, 
you know, yeah. uh, we this this we got bills due, you know, because we kind of right. always working helping my mom out. We got that's, ne that's negative. So yeah, I mean, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's like yeah. it, it was not not what you're doing, but <laughs> no. you, you, he wanted something from you. Well, yeah, yeah like like that gun, like that gun wanted your life. You understand what I'm saying? Like anything, anytime somebody was needed to take or needed something from you, you didn't have it to give because you hadn't healed yet. And you hadn't healed yet because you were constantly escaping it. Like, well, no, I've, I've always been a charitable giver, but oh, when you talk about the coping thing, there's something you're saying right there when you talk yeah, about Yeah, that's coping. all I'm talking about. Because I don't know what I, because I don't know what I was coping with, to be real with you. Man. I, feel I mean, like, the, real, the reality that you almost lost your life over some shit. Oh, no, 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 this no, is no, before. That, no, this is before. That's what I'm saying. He was talking oh, okay. about the pit where he was at before he lost Yeah, this life. is before this happened. Because so I'm creating the energy of what happened before that happened. Oh, sure, so that, sure, yeah. Oh, so you're, you're doing a pathology of how you even yeah. got to the point where somebody's... Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, if you haven't worked it out in therapy... Uh, no, we're going through right now. You're just doing a no. good job. <laughs> you're doing a good Look, Don't run away now. Uh, Joe, Joe said, hey, we about to work through this. Yeah, <laughs> like, I saw, I, I, I saw you. Cash well, out. Well, what, I is this, <laughs> what, what, what I say is this. What I say is this. Because, I mean, as his brother and as somebody that's very, very uh, attentive, you know, my, my, my siblings, if for, if for lack of a better word, they're kind of like my children. Like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, like, play it like, like, I'm like, I give it to I'm, them, I'm too. Like I give it to what them. I'm saying is they're okay. kind of like my children because there's some, some roles I had to play with them that I kind of had to, at a young age, you I had to pay to attention do. to them. You know what I'm saying? It mm -hmm. wasn't just like, you know, it's my brother. It's like, nah, that's my brother. And I got to watch what's going on because sure. I got to be able to help him if, if something was to happen, you know, and when he got shot, you know where he came, right? To my house. Or when right. they tried to shoot him. The, I know. I know. And so, you know, so I, what, what I was noticing is he was, at, first of all, Joe is the hardest worker I know. You know, he, he's the hardest. Joe would hold three, four jobs. You know, things that you, he's just like, bro, I've never met nobody that worked like that. He works. And, you know, he had, he had a relationship deal going on at one point. And that that relationship wasn't a real. It was a real toxic deal. I forgot did. about that. Yeah, and so but, what happened? I mean, bring was, that one in. He, in the midst of you know him him kind of coming up in the world, doing what he wants to do, and and kind of gaining that freedom from from what was going on. He was also taking care of you know dealing in a toxic relationship, and it seemed like as soon as he got the chance to be free from the from the the day-to-day -day grind the you know the uh the interactions with just can't because he was taking care of the girl and even then like even after i kind of started my family he kind of slipped a little bit into my role in trying to help the family in the way that i did and as soon and i know i understand the feeling because i've done it before too because when you're supporting so many people there's a pressure you know what I'm saying? When you're helping so many people, there's a pressure that's associated with it. And as soon as you can get away from it, you you run like hell. Like you go as fast oh, yeah, it's as, like you cut loose. as fast as yeah. you can. You know what I'm saying? From it. And you don't realize you're doing it. What you're realizing is what you're doing now feels way different than what you was doing before. Mm -hmm. And, and um, the, the thing about family and the thing about family is that they always talk about how family grounds you, right? And so it's like, it don't matter how high you go, uh -huh. eventually, it don't matter where your family's at. That's true. You, the, the family has a way of keeping you 
you know, grounded. grounded. And so, and so I think that that's, I think that's what he's trying to say is like at the time he was kind of, vi- he was vibrating, you know, was doing his thing, but he was doing it without his family. You know, it was just like, I, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I t- so back to the vibrating thing, I think everybody vibrates. Yeah. Uh, and, and what I'm understanding from this conversation is depending what you vibrate is what you, what you attract. Yeah, what you but I'm gonna go ahead and fast forward it and go to basically there was a lot of there was a lot of uh just negativity that was building up and then it led to the point where a suicidal thoughts came into play heavy, right? Right. So but the thing is it's like the funny thing is you don't suicidal thoughts, you don't know where they're coming from. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's just uh you just at a low place in your life and you're just thinking about what if I wasn't here? How would that be? You know, and all this stuff, right? You just start thinking like that and those thoughts just come like crazy. And those so, thoughts were before the gun incident? Yeah, before, okay. right? Yeah, right. I so, and then, so now you have instance where I'm just acting abnormal, but it's just, it's just it is what it is. It's just low, low energy, I'm just at a place where I'm physically fulfilled, but as far as internally, it's completely different. It's a whole nother thing. Uh, so the suicidal thoughts come into play heavy. And then guess what? When the suicidal thoughts come and play heavy, I'm met by your, your grim reaper. You know what I mean? And even though the way I reacted towards uh, the, the grim reaper coming, uh, to try to like take my my life when i came to that conclusion a year later i was like you know all of that was a pot of stuff that i was mixing up and all of it even though the person came to me in a physical form that's something that i created through my um through my low energy low vibration my depression and mm. so many different things and i felt like that was his face that was the face of everything negative that I have been consuming my life in maybe in the last past year. And it, it is a maybe, right? Yeah, because but I was gonna tell you a different perspective. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know who's listening, who's watching, if they believe in God. Mm-hmm. That person didn't take your life. No, they didn't. But they made you pay attention. They yeah. did. And so maybe that was a, that was a divine intervention, it and that's was. why you don't, that's why you don't have a face on it because it was. we can't see the face of God. It, <laughs> <let me say. laughs> don't don't charge that! Don't charge that! Oh, charge oh, it up! Oh, 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 oh. Charge it up! All right, all right. <laughs> charge it up! But nah, so I, I, you did what I'm saying, like no, it's, I, I, it's, it, and that's what I'm saying, like it's it's. When I say energy, the, the energy conversation or vibration conversation is subjective. When you're telling the story, you you had the face of the Grim Reaper. And I'm saying, well, I'm looking at this man alive and forever changed and in a better place. Maybe that was a pivot point. Yeah. And and it just, you was in such a place where you had these suicidal thoughts that it took the 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 spirit of self-preservation to finally kick in. Mm-hmm. When when someone you did what I'm saying like yeah, to like, me that's that, like this is what you're thinking about but here it is in your face face right? and, you see y'all making me remember so many things right now let me tell you uh 
Cause, cause no, that is true. But also, I think life gives you a lot of like, uh, you get a lot of different uh, energy, spiritual pivots in your life. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and you get to choose which direction you're gonna go with Absolutely. the pivot. Absolutely. It's like it's like a video game. Like you get little uh, uh, little coins here and there, and you decide what you're gonna do with the little gem. All right, Sonic. All <laughs> <know>, right. <laughs> <laughs> not the Sonic. Like, are you gonna go around that big old circle? Or you right. going up the hill? Oh, yeah, yeah, get these five up <laughs> here. These five, or you gonna get this twenty up here? <laughs> hey, but but I ain't gonna lie. Uh, also, uh, when all this stuff was going on, I believe the Migos came out with uh, the Migos came out with what album? Culture, culture. I think it was the Culture album. Man, that album went so hard, but I'm not gonna lie, I consumed my life with that culture album, man. Mm. And for some odd reason, I felt like I had to stop listening to that stuff. I just had to stop. I had to remove myself. Like I literally said to myself, and this is where the testing of energy and vibration came into play. Cause we yeah, always okay. we, we grew up uh spiritual. My mom made sure we was in, we were spiritually inclined, but uh when it came to actually understanding like the science behind spirituality and mm. energy, that's a whole nother ball game. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's something I think people should, uh, should focus more on because it's like even the science behind uh, psychology or mental, mm -hmm. you oh, know, man. it's like nobody really understands that, but there also is some, you know, there is, I mean, it's probably not a, a well-studied or well, um, no, you know, I, it's not, it hasn't been. And, in, 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 but it, it's the theory is testable. That's the, that's the part about it. Like yeah. I actually, you know, being a psychology student, I was curious about it because I was like, why are they always coming down on our music? Da, 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 da. Yeah. And, and because I was a musician, I, I, I listened to all types of music. It, it wasn't just one style. It, it wasn't even just one, when I say style, I mean like in rap music, for example, there are different lanes. You know, there's there's X-rated rap and then there's PG rated. You dig what I'm saying? Like this. And so what I did one day is uh, I put on for all day long, because I always play music regardless of what's going on. All day long, I only listen to hardcore grimy, which you would consider gutter ass rap. And then I then I documented my mood from watching the news. Like mm -hmm. when, when I stopped listening, I was getting something to eat and I'm watching the news, like my energy. And I and it was really I'm not saying it was violent, but I will tell you I was primed for yeah, you're ready a to go. harsh reaction. You're ready to go. And then so I, I didn't listen to that music no more that week. And then mm -hmm. um two days after that, I listened to like just jazz, you know, uh, like I listen to WCLK, um, which is the, the college jazz radio station here in Atlanta, 91.9, uh, you need to support them. Yeah. But the, the, uh, I listened to that all day and it was uplifting. They had, I even listened to the talk show they had, uh, I think it was that, that uh, evening, like they do interviews, like, and I documented my mood. And I'm telling you, like, I just had, when I watched the news, my energy was different. And, and music is a vibration in itself. Mm -hmm. It's literally a vibration. Literally sound waves yeah. can mm -hmm. shake your clothes. So mm -hmm. you're putting an energy into an energy absorbing body. Mm -hmm. And we're going to have a reaction to it. And so while there has not been a generalized study, I can tell you personally, when I'm, you know, back to how do I get to a high vibration? I change what I listen to musically. 
Mm-hmm. You know, all the way up to, you know, some days it's going to be me and Marvin Sapp talking about it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, mm-hmm. I, look, mm-hmm. I change what I listen to, period. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, who I'm talking to, what news station comes on, right? what motivational speaker I'm going to be listening to. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that it, it, especially being a black man in, in society, we have to turn shit to sugar every day. Every day. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, dead ass. We masses I mean, eliminate, I mean, bro. And, and <laughs> I mean, feces to fertilizer. You know I mean? <laughs> feces <laughs> to fertilizer. Bro, like, that's, that's a line. That's, that's what you have to do. You got um, bars. That's that's gym class heroes. But okay, all right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like that's 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 what we have to do, right? And so because of that, is like I have that. Like I've I've started I'm starting to learn. Like every day I gotta turn sugar to shit. Every mm. I mean shit, you know, shit to sugar. Yeah. Mm. I gotta uh you know turn feces to fertilizer. Every day I have to look at the chaos and find opportunity, right? Yep, yeah. So and so it's like that is what that is what it is. That's what you have to do when these things are happening, when these when these shootings are occurring. It's like, hey man, look, yes, it happened. And yes, it's okay to be sad, but it's also okay to say, mm-hmm. hey, look, this happened. How can I make this something? That mm-hmm. that can that can you know because it's not you're, you're not gonna unmake it happen. It's never you can't never you can't to, can't take it back. You no, know, you can never take it back. There's no there's nothing you can do. There's not a rewind button. We wish there was, but there's not. And on the anniversary of Emmett Till being killed, and on the you know they're they're doing a march on Washington today. Yeah, it's fifty seventh anniversary. It's fifty seventh anniversary of Emmett Till being killed, and I have a dream speech. The sixtieth anniversary that I have a dream speech, I believe. And so you're talking about literally taking the bullshit that we're dealing with today and the bullshit that we dealt with yesterday and saying, hey, look, it's another opportunity, right? It's another opportunity to have that conversation. It's another opportunity for us to sit here and have mm-hmm. this conversation to kind of, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. understand because, like, I, I had really, really, when I say really, really gotten to this place where it's like, it was weighing on me, bro. I was pulling my hair out. Okay? Mm-hmm. Literally, I was losing hair back here because I would catch myself just pulling at my hair and not getting any sleep. And mm-hmm. um, you know, it wasn't it was my therapist that told me it's like, yeah, man, you're 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 just living in this anxious state and mm-hmm. America is causing it you know what right what's going on in america is causing me to live in this anxious state and so it's like in order to not do that i've I've had to just start learning to take the bullshit and make it into something that is is something i can say okay look at least now i feel good i'm, I'm gonna have a conversation with some even but i'm gonna have to start a conversation with my manager you know, my managers are white, you know, and they they get on the phone and I'm just like, hey, man, look, I'm going to tell you right now, Jacob Blake got shot yesterday. I ain't with it today. You know, you're not going to get 100%, Sam. You see the the NBA players boycotting and people's like, y'all play sports. That's your job. I'm like, man, look, let me tell you something about that. They mm-hmm. they saw shit and they trying to make sugar. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Right. And and. You telling them that they have to show up to work after feeling the way they feel is is denying them their right to make something better. 
You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, you know, they, and then you try to guilt them into it. Oh, there's a lot of people that wish they could, you know, just skip a day of work. That's it's like, crazy. man, shut the fuck up. Yeah, for real. <laughs> you know right? Like, like any of this shit is real. All this shit is imaginary. Right. None Ooh. of this shit has to exist, right? So literally understanding that and just saying, look, man, we gotta, we have to find a way. For me, it's been 2020 has been a crazy ass year. For me, though, I'm documenting. I'm just gonna go ahead and just be like, you know, because you know, people look at Facebook, Instagram, you know, yes, it'll be around forever, but I'm like, look, I'm going to, if I feel a certain way, I'm going to put it down. I'm going to write it. I'm going to type it. And maybe at the end of the year, I'll put it out, you know, just in, and yeah. let people be able to see this is, you know, how people like read Anne Frank's diary, you know what I'm saying? It's like you, you read it and it's like, this is what she felt in the time right. that it was happening. Right. And history has a funny way of of eventually absolving the the people that uh, are being being oppressed. Eventually, I don't know when our day is gonna come. We got a wrap, man. So y'all can go ahead and say say what y'all what are y'all takeaways from this conversation? What y'all get from it? I mean, for me, to me, I've you know, like I said, I already kind of captured how to manage is what I call it, how to manage my energy. Mm -hmm. Because I think that there's a time and a place for that thoughtful, low energy. And then there's a time and place for a higher vibration where in terms of making choices, I think we need to be at a higher vibration um, to borrow your phrase a little bit more, Joe. But to me, it's just, just a testament to, you know, how what we ingest can definitely, if it's unchecked, can, your output can be, your output can have major consequences. You know what I mean? I always talk about um, how thoughts become things. Cause it's like, it's your thoughts oh. first. Mm -hmm. And then you, you have a feeling about what you're thinking and then your actions match that feeling. Therefore mm -hmm. it matches the thought. And I used the example on um, Ryan Cameron's show the other day. It's like, if you shout think out you, to it, that. It, it, shout out hey, to shout them. Out. Come on now, show some yeah, love, man. Yeah, they, they give us love. 107.5, yeah, you know. 107.5, you know. <laughs> and so, um, and I use the example of, like, if you think your girlfriend cheating, so you're thinking your girlfriend's cheating. How does that feel? Oh, that feels bad. That feels, feels bad. bad. <laughs> All right. So that, because you have that thought, that feeling, your actions are going to match. So what's the, the next the next bad thing you could do is pick up her shit, her phone, and try to go find messages or pictures that that kind of match what you think. Mm -hmm. you, you're looking for things. that you're looking for that confirmation bias, and so mm -hmm. thoughts become things, and that's mm -hmm. that's what I'm saying. Like it's it's cool to be thoughtful about what's happening. You saw someone lose their life, be thoughtful. Like I don't want that to be me. What can I do to to make sure that my family is not his family? Mm -hmm. or, or, or what can I do to make the narrative different for myself and for those that I love? Mm -hmm. And once you get thoughtful in that space, you know, inject some positivity into it. My, my positivity injection is the type of music I listen to or the conversations that I have with my wife and bring me up to a higher level where I can take those thoughts and put them into action in a positive way. So mm -hmm. hopefully there's no guarantees in life, but hopefully you know, the, the outcomes would be higher in, in, a, in a better place for me and my family. Yeah, it that's where I'm at with it. It will. What about you, Joe? Oh, yeah, thoughts become things. So it's like, <laughs> hey, I ain't shit, I won't be shit. 
Thoughts become things. I am amazing. You right. will be amazing. All you know right. What I mean? All right. Them confirmation, them self affirmation. Affirmation, baby. As long as you say it, it'll be. Yes, as sir. long as you say it, it'll be. You have to, like, the same way that we have been convinced to, to feel like nothing, nothing feeling that we have, like, you could put something inside you. You could mm -hmm. make yourself as much and as great and as big of a person as you want to be. You can make yourself as magical as you want to be. You just have to detach yourself and attach yourself to the things that you want to attach yourself to. Yes, you know, it's like it's like that Fanta, Fanta commercial to retrain your brain. You know what I mean? To retrain, <laughs> retrain your brain. Your brain. Yeah. It's okay. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Deal with your emotions as they come to you. Don't reject them. You know, you have your right. senses for a reason. So, like, use that. God gives you you know, your tears so that you can recycle all the hate and all the anger and all the pain you got on the inside and start anew, you know what I mean? So, Ooh, okay. I know, right? Boy, <laughs> the word. Gotta get yeah. so you can recycle. Recycle I love them things. I know, right? right? Uh, I mean, uh, one thing that just came to mind is just resilience, man. I mean, mm -hmm. literally the bounce back, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's, they, I mean, right. you are... Snap back. Snap back, bounce <laughs> back. <laughs> Fall down, get back get up. Back up. up. Mm -hmm. so, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, all of that. <laughs> and so, I mean, our, our people, we're resilient, man, and, and, and we have to remember that. It's like, okay, I'm down right now, but guess what? I'm going to wake up tomorrow. I'm going to be down right now. I'm going right. to wake up tomorrow. They, they ain't going to think I made it. Just, mm -hmm. like, just like they didn't want Jacob to be alive, but he's here. Right. Yeah, that's true. And they, they they were hoping more so that he was dead because now so they can't, can't get it. Now we get his side of the now story. Now we can get his side of the story. Mm -hmm. And so what I'm saying is, man, look, make a conscious effort to bounce back, wake mm -hmm. up, make get your mindset, understand there's an opportunity here. Whether it just be motivating somebody else, right. hey man, you know, we we can't stay like this. We can't. Stay if like you this. if you ever feel like you ain't shit, you've believe you're believing the lie. Yeah. You have you have bought into the lie. Yeah. Uh -huh. By gen just genetically <laughs> I mean we can go on forever. Yeah, Listen. yeah we can go on forever. Genetically, we'll, we'll you already we'll, know. We'll, you'll, you'll get that on the next episode. Y'all gonna have to pay for that. <laughs> I'm telling We're you time, like, guys. Can't, can't but, but with that being said, <laughs> man, thank, thank y'all for, for 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 rocking with us, man, listening to right. us. I mean, we're getting messages, you know, we get we get support throughout, and even with fellas, 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 like Y'all can let us know y'all rocking with us, cause like I'm on now. Look, let me tell you something. I I be out and about, and dudes be like, "Hey man, y'all podcast." I be listening to it. It helped me out, but they won't send you a message saying that. <laughs> it ain't till you see them. That's how we are. <laughs> it is, it, I mean, it, they it, they always they they will they will sit there and try to give you ideas for shows. Like yeah, why you ain't like, just send it in like we send it in or come or or hit me up or come right. on. You know what I'm saying? Quicker. But it's it's interesting to see because the women, man, every time women they're hitting me in the deal, hey man, this is amazing. This is great. I, my boyfriend listened to it. We're listening to it on our road trips. We're doing this, we're doing that, and it's good to hear. But what I'm saying with the fellas, man, this is for y'all. You know, let us know what you want to hear, what you want to talk about. That it matters to us. All right. What you want to hear. Let us know. Let us know that you're good, bro. Yeah, you are you good? Just let us, man. Let us know, man. Oh 
a marketing genius over there, man. But it, with, with hey, that, for real. It's you, Good Bro Podcast at Gmail, you, Good Bro Podcast, IG, Facebook, YG Bro Podcast on Twitter. I am Sam Dupe, and I am good. Yeah, I'm Mikhail Rosa, and I'm good. My name is Joe Dupe, and let love be your side chick and your queen, okay? <laughs>